Okay, so uh, <laughs> I don't know if you all have seen the finale of Sisters yet. I watched it. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So before we jump into it, make sure you guys are subscribed to our channel. Make sure you're liking the videos that you actually enjoy. Share those videos to your circles, to your friends, to your networks. Let them see them as well. And then leave us some comments, man. Let us know what you guys think. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want us to do more of, less of, you know, all that kind of good stuff. Um, and then check out our application on our Apple as well as Android platforms. Just look up Suave Magazine. You can read full issues there. And last but not least, follow us on all social media platforms under at Suave Magazine. Um, S-U-A-V-V Magazine across the board. So let's jump into this. Imagine one day you're sitting in your house, you're watching TV, and then something overwhelms you. You go to your parent and you let them know, hey, I'm going to make this life decision that may or may not be the best thing for me right now, but it's on my heart and I'm following it because I feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. You turn around, you walk out, you make a plan, and then you decide to move from one region in the country to a different region to pursue something that seems like a pipe dream. That is the story of Anthony Dalton. There's a lot that happens before that moment, but you have to read the new issue of the magazine to find that part out. We'll let you know when that drops. But right now, what we're gonna focus on is just everything that happens from the moment that he decided to move from Indianapolis, Indiana, to Atlanta, Georgia, to become an actor, and with the vision and the aspiration of working with Tyler Perry. The Tyler Perry's series, Sisters, has caused many conversations between me and some of my friends as well as I'm sure you and some of yours there's a lot of relationship aspects there's a lot of friendship aspects there's the questions of sexuality the questions of what is considered masculine um, the questions of betrayal you deal with death you deal with child molestation there's so much weight in this show later on in the interview you'll hear how that happened but when he made this move it wasn't easy there was a lot that goes into it which is amazing because you think about it again to somebody who chased a dream that didn't seem realistic to other people and it, again it just goes to show that you have to do what's on your heart and do what you're passionate about and what you feel that your purpose is so i want to introduce you guys to anthony from a different kind of aspect you know how we do on the channel so sit back relax Welcome to Suave TV with Anthony Dalton. Relocating by itself is hard and putting yourself in a different environment. There's not even an environment for you you're going from Indianapolis to Atlanta. So you're, it's a, it's a new region. It's a new culture. So to uproot yourself again, $400 in your car and know that you're walking into nothing but a dream and hope like how how scary one was that drive. And when you got here, it's like, what was that? I'm gonna tell you, 
next to my father passing last year, that, when they put my car on that hitch, because I had a U-Haul, I had all my stuff in the U-Haul, but my car was on a hitch. Next to that, that was probably the hardest I've ever cried, me and my mother and I, and waiting in the car. It's cold. I moved out here January 2nd, 2010. It was cold, and we were just in the car because I'm a mama's boy. I'm not even going front. That's my best, that's, you know, my girl's my best friend, but my mama's my best friend. <laughs> 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 she, she in the office working. I'm like, uh, yeah, my mom. But my mom. Um, <laughs> yeah, but no, like, this was, it's a difference between being four hours away to being eight hours away, you know, eight and a half hours, you know what I'm saying? To yeah. where you're going to a city. My sister went to college here for a little bit. She went to Morris Brown um, in like 96, 97. And so I visited, but I'm from a city where it is black, white, Hispanic, a couple of Asians. Like this, everybody's moving from everywhere here. So it was like a culture shock, you know what I mean? Because my high school was primarily black and white. Here, you got people from everywhere. It's kind of like when I went to DC for the first time. I'm like, wow, everybody from, it's a melting pot. And so it kind of threw me off a little bit. But, you know, like God had me, bro. Like, honestly, when I moved here, like I say I struggled, but if I tell somebody else who struggled, struggled, I'd be like, hey, man, get out of here, man. What are you talking about? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah I saved $400 in my pocket, but... Well, first I have to say the story about how I moved here. Um, my mother told me, she said, when we were in the car, she was crying, I'm crying. She said, just, just, just know, whenever you... If you ever decide that you want to come home, you can always come home. But she looked at me, she said, I know you, and I know you ain't never coming home. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, she was, because I was like, dude, I, I I, didn't have a girl, I didn't have, I don't have kids, I'm like, I'm I'm 30, you know, at the time, like, yo, I can, I can fail, and if I fail, I can be, I can be homeless, like, I can sleep on a couch, I can do that, I don't have someone else depending on me. So, that, but the way I moved here, rewind, excuse me, was um, I was teaching, living back home with moms, and Tyler had a television show that he would do um, when he was, uh, when he had a show, like a movie coming out, he would have his own show, like a talk show. And- uh, You know what's crazy? I tell people that nobody remembers it. Yeah, every time he did a movie, he would have his own talk show. I was like, he had, it's a whole set and it looks like an Oprah Winfrey show, but it Ex says Tyler Perry on the stage. I was like, why do you not remember this? Nobody remembers that. <laughs> right, I don't. I can't even remember what channel it was on because the own channel wasn't around then. So I can't even remember. I think it might've been on TBS maybe because he only had House of Pain at the time. Yeah, I think it was. So, so he used to do this and I just remember he was like, he, I'm doing laundry in my bedroom and he points in the camera and I'm not even watching it. It's just on. And he's like, I don't care who says your dream is stupid. Go after it. And I'm looking around like, who are you talking to? Like, cause it felt like you talking to me. And he said, 
I don't care. I'm a living testament to show you that dreams can come true. And it was like a trance took over me, bro. And I went next door to, knocked on my mother's bedroom door. And I went in there and I said, I'm moving to Atlanta and I'm gonna work with Tyler Perry. And I walked out and my mom was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, she's like, this boy of mine just be saying some stuff. But literally, I set a date, January 2nd, because we always celebrated my grandfather's birthday, which is January 1st. And so I wanted to be there for that. And then I moved. But when I got here, I ended up getting a job within like a week and a half. Like a girl who lived next to where I was staying, she was a, um, shout out to my homie Dawn. She was a uh, personal trainer uh, at Bally's Fitness um, in Marietta. And um, she was like, you look like you work out. Bally's. Yeah, right. <laughs> she was like, you look <laughs> like you work out. And I was like, yeah, she was like, won't you come by the gym, blah, blah, blah. Got me on as a personal trainer that was putting money in my pocket, paying for travel and, you know, uh, headshots and stuff like that. So it was like God put like angels in my life, like throughout right. this whole journey. Like, regardless, I've been evicted out of an apartment through no fault of my own. I had a roommate who was doing some shady stuff. And I'm like, dang, where am I going to go? Blah, blah, blah. But God saw fit. Like, I got you. I got you. Yeah. You know, no yeah. matter what, I was never sleeping on like a park bench. I don't have like the Tyler Perry story. Right. Like, I never had to sleep in my car. Um, I don't have those 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 street cred stories. <laughs> like, yeah. oh man, I was homeless, man. I was I was doing monologues in the park for like <laughs> change. <laughs> like, nah, I don't have that. And you know, but God saw fit, man, for me to be in this position. And like I said, I don't think he would bring you this far just to be like, yeah, I'm done with you. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just like, you just gotta, you have to do your part. Keep, I say every day, I say, please Lord, just keep me humble, healthy, you know, keep you first and everything else will, you know, work out for itself. No, absolutely. There's people who don't have to work as hard. There's people that, you know, there's people that are, you know, who have white privilege. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Who can get and move and shake and do what they need to do. And there's other people who got to get it out the mud, you know. But <clears throat> if you really want something, you'll go through it. Anything worth having is worth a struggle. Like sometimes I, I drive, me and my girl will be driving them in Atlanta and I, like, I'll be driving through uh, Midtown or whatever. And I look at the sky skyline and be like, yo, I did my thing in this city. Like, you know what I'm saying? Coming from Indianapolis with $400 in my pocket to now having the number one show on cable television. And it's not to brag or boast. It's just like, dude, most people, I know people who would have bounced by now if they weren't on by the time, like, and I, I'm still trying, I'm, it's not like I'm complacent. I'm still like looking for more opportunities and what's the next level? What's, where can I grow in this, this field? Um, you know, I still have so much more to, more to go, but at the same time, I'm like, oh, like you did your thing to where at least people in this city, especially in the acting community, they know your name. Whereas you came in from nowhere. You know what I'm saying? So I was blessed yeah. to do that. But teaching, man, I really do feel like 
that was like my grandmother's spirit, like saying, all right, before you bounce, her and God had a conversation and we're like, all right, before he leaves Indianapolis, can you let him teach and let him, you know, give back to, you know, and sure enough, I was there for a year and a half and moved out here, $400 in my pocket, my 97 Oldsmobile Aurora with a crack window, which they don't even make Auroras anymore. <laughs> they don't even make Oldsmobiles anymore. No, you know what at I mean? all. At Whatsoever. all. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's not even a choice. <laughs> right. So, so it's how, and it's like you, you manifest working with Tyler mm-hmm. just in that moment. And then you get here and you end up working with Tyler. What did that do? What did that do for you? Well, I had gotten to play Laugh to Keep from Crying, like within like maybe six months, six or seven months of moving here. Um, originally, I didn't get it. Uh, a guy I modeled with in a fashion show before he got it, um, but he couldn't act. Um, he was just, he fit the, no, I mean, it wasn't me. He, he'll tell you to this day, he couldn't act but he just fit the profile. <laughs> he was like the right. muscle bound guy. I mean, uh, shout out to him. But um, I got uh, ended up taking his role because they mm-hmm. brought me back in. I, I did that and it put me in Tyler's vision. <clears throat> it put him in his eye, cause he had never met me. So right. when he saw the play, they shoot there. If you think they shoot the shows fast, Oh yeah. Like the play rehearsal is like, you get like two weeks, if that, and then y'all on the run, like songs, everything. And so I come in like maybe, I I keep saying, I took the job on a Saturday. (laughs) Uh, They gave the cast Sunday off. Monday, Monday was tech. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, we were shooting two shows in front of a live audience in Cobb Gallery. So that let me know. So then when they tell you the story behind how I got the job, he's like, oh, he just got here like three days ago. And he knows all of this within three days. Yeah, so it put me in his vision so he could see. And I remember a friend of mine, she sang background. Uh, shout out to my homie, Jade Nova. Uh, she was told me, she was like, yo, he saw the monitors and he was like, yo, this kid, he's good. So. God placing me in that situation. Now I tell you this, they offered me, they thought the play was going on tour and they offered me the tour. So I told my agent, I said, yo, cancel everything. Cause I'm about to be in a Tyler Perry run. I didn't go on any auditions. I was like, nah, he taking me out. He taking me on tour. And he ended up taking Medea's big happy family out or family reunion out. And left, laughed to keep from crying at the crib. And I was like, what are you saying? He was taking me out. I was supposed to be out. I went into my first audition, man. It was like, it was like riding a bike with no feet. I was like, yo, because I, I hadn't done it in a while. I'm like, yo, because I had put all my eggs in one basket. Once again, yeah. another lesson along the road, bro. Until some contracts are signed or until some, man, it's just talk. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's it, no yeah. matter who it is. It could be Tyler. It could be Martin Scorsese. Until that ink is on paper. And then still, you still got to line up stuff until they have actual dates. You still got to line up stuff for 
you know, yeah. whatever. So I did that, and then fast forward, we um, I auditioned. No, I did um, a movie, Single Moms Club. And so I'm doing that, but I was just a background. Like, you know, I had a role that ended up cutting out the movie. It was, we playing basketball and like Nia Long loses her son. He runs yeah. away and he, she comes over to me. And now mind you, I was supposed to be man number three, but in her phenomenal acting, she ends up giving me a name. She's like, Terry, have you seen? And I'm like, nah, I ain't seen it. <laughs> so now in the credits, they got to credit me as like Terry. So I got a name now. I'm like, yo. So they give me the, uh, uh, but they ended up cutting me out. I flew to LA for the premiere and with my boy and my homegirl and my publicist and uh, no Anthony was in the movie. I was like, wow, this is awkward. <laughs> and they were like, my boy told me, he said, hey man, Shit happens. Like this is literally what he said. He said, hey man, shit happens, bro. I'm like, okay, that's two for two. But then fast forward again, we go to um, our audition for a show that was a spinoff for um, House of Pain called The Pains. And I auditioned for it, ended up booking it. It was supposed to be six episodes. Tyler ended up giving me a series regular role on that. So that let me put put my put me in television sets every week. So people could actually see me. So if you hadn't seen the play, you you you, you damn sure didn't see Single Moms Club, because I wasn't in it. Uh, just in the credits. So that gave me, and if you didn't watch Drop Dead Diva for that 3.2 seconds, like definitely you haven't seen me. So this this put me in living rooms every week. And then on top of that, while I was doing that, I shot the third season of a show called Saints and Sinners. So that premieres on Sunday. So it was dope because you could see me do comedy on Friday and you could see me do drama on Sunday. So it was like, oh, that's okay. And then we come to, you know, Sisters and, you know, the show, um, the pains we didn't really get great ratings because everybody thought it was going to be like house of pain um and everybody wanted that original cast back and they were only there for like the beginning three episodes yeah i remember they ate us up on deadline hollywood like oh who this light skinned and, oh i'm like oh wow this this is what scrutiny feels like i ain't even that you ain't even seen the show yet <laughs> just dove in instantly yeah like i don't like it like i'm like jesus you are somebody's mother. Why are you yelling? But uh, yeah, so then Sisters came about and the good thing about it, Tyler had told me about, he didn't tell me the show, but he said, I got an idea. He was like, basically, if the show comes back, good. If it doesn't come back, I got something that might fit for you. But he still made me audition and I'm thankful for that, for that because yeah. it allowed me to be like, okay, if I'm the best man for the job, I'm the best man for the job because at that callback, it was every phenomenal black actor in that room, women, men, kids, it was everybody. And they were reading for two shows, Oval and Sisters. Mm -hmm. And so everybody, and I was the only one that was just reading for one role. I read for Calvin and that's it. Everybody else, if you ask any of the fellas on the show, they were reading for people on the Oval, like three characters on the Oval, three on Sisters. And I'm like, so if they, the odds were like, great, mom, like, they like, who are you reading for? I'm like, Calvin. 
just Calvin. Just Calvin. Just, just Calvin. Calvin. <laughs> but I was, I'm appreciative to Tyler because he made me earn it. It wasn't any like nepotism, like, yo, I know him, he's good. Because like I said, if somebody come in, if you ain't on your A game, somebody come in, he's discovering new talent all the time, like all the time. And then right. they can come for that spot that you thought was yours, but you know, it, it may not, somebody may clip you, so. It don't work that way. Right. I mean, which is it's crazy though, because people, people typically, try to shun away from smaller roles and only want to go after the bigger ones and i feel like when you when you work your way through the business you appreciate those bigger opportunities because you know what it was like to have those smaller opportunities Absolutely. and to go to movie set and film and be at the premiere and be like i don't see me <laughs> like, don't see me like walk in the red carpet too like Look, you, happy. I walk the red carpet. Like, so who are you in the movie? I'm Terry. <laughs> like, like, oh, okay. Ain't no, ain't no Terry. Ain't no Terry. <laughs> I'm walking with everybody on the red carpet. My publicist, God bless her. This is why I rock out with her today. I'm like one of the last people to walk the red carpet in that movie premiere. And she's on the outside, like, this is Anthony Dalton. This is, and then like cameramen are like, going away to, <laughs> they just walked, this is Anthony Dalton, and she was like a pit bull. She was like, yo, this is Anthony Dalton, he's in the movie. And I was dressed nice too. They was like, oh, he looked like he might be in something. Man, I'm sitting in there with my boy and my, my publicist and my homegirl. I'm like, man, oh, this is the part that's coming up. It was a night scene, next shot, broad day. I'm like, hold on, wait, <laughs> wait a minute. Um. My boy just kind of like, whew, man, I'm gonna go get some popcorn. <laughs> See y'all in a minute. But no, nah, like, <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. Maybe there's a flashback. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, it's a flashback. But no, I, you're right. You have to go through it to appreciate it. And I tell, I used to tell, you know, and I'm pretty sure they knew this before. The cast, when we first, I said, man, anytime we have a guest star on our show, we make them feel like family. Because one day, I mean, we're not going, the sisters, I love the show. I pray we get 10, 12 seasons, but we're not the Simpsons. We ain't gonna be around for 30 something years. So that guest star on our show will eventually have his, his or her own show. And they'll remember how, and you'll be auditioning for their show. And they'll remember how you treated them. And yeah. so, you know, yeah. and I'm not saying do it because you want something out of it, but just do it because it's common courtesy. You you know how it is to go in a, 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 any kind of arena and be the odd man out. You know what I'm saying? People have been working together or the new person on the job and you just trying to fit in. And you would love people to make you feel welcome and feel at home rather than you have to you got to earn my respect. You got to do this. It's like, nah, make sure everybody feels like family. And that's what we yeah. do. I mean, season two was kind of hard because of COVID. We had it six feet apart, but season one, anyone who was a guest star, we'd all eat in each other's locker, or locker rooms, in each other's dressing rooms. And cool, because um, Trinity, uh, who plays uh, Preston on the show, um, he was just a reoccurring. But to us, we didn't even think of him as a reoccurring. We thought of him 
we worked out together, ate together. We thought of him as a series regular already. And then he got made a series regular in season two. But I was like, what's really the difference? I mean, you just did more good for your pockets. Like, I mean, yeah, right. but I never looked at you like, oh, you just a guest star. You just a reoccur. Like, nah, you've been, you've been fam since the beginning. So, yeah. yeah. What's, um, cause your character has a lot of depth to it and it addresses a lot of social issues, especially when it comes to um, having two fathers and the same sex relationship. And it's like, because you have two fathers, you take on mannerisms excuse me, of having two fathers. What are some of the things you, you take away from your role and from your character and it applies now to your, your everyday life? Um, well, not only two fathers, but two white fathers. You know, that's 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 a social thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I've always had a high level of compassion. Uh, so I mean, I've already like certain mannerisms or certain attributes that Calvin has. I already had those. You know. Um, mm like wardrobe choice, <laughs> definitely I haven't, you know, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dove into that, but, you know, just compassion. Like, I, I feel like everybody has the right to be happy, no matter what you do. Yeah. And I think a part of me living in Atlanta helped with that too, because Indiana, like back when I, before I moved, I didn't, this dude, he exists, but he was like quiet, quiet if he did exist. You know, moving to Atlanta, people are more open. DC, Miami, LA, they're more open. So for me, it was just, you know, finding out, does this person really exist? That's the difficult part for me. It wasn't, it was difficult, but I didn't know, like there were people who would wear underwear like this and still be, you know, consider themselves straight. You know, I come from sports and stuff. So any everything's labeled. You do one thing wrong, oh, you're labeled, you're this, you're that. And yeah. it taught me don't label people. Playing this character has been like liberating to allow me to tell a story of, tell someone else's story. Like I didn't know this person existed. I didn't know people liked you know, uh, had these fetishes and these things and, you know, and I think that Calvin's explanation for who he is, that guy, we learned a lot about Calvin in the first season, almost to the point where I had to text Calvin or text Tyler, like, where's Calvin going? We done, we done told everything about this brother the first season, like his daddy, he has trauma, he has you know, his underwear choices, his why he is, his two parents, his one of his fathers passes from cancer. Like we learned so much about this character. How could you even write anything? And that's just a testament to Tyler because he's like, nah, I got you. We gonna I got good. some more. Yeah, I got some I got, more. I got more. <laughs> yeah, don't even trip. Who, who are you talking to? Uh, like, you know we, what I'm saying? We just introduced him. Like, yeah, we're, good like for, we're good for 13 more seasons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, <laughs> so but no, like playing Calvin, I mean, it's, it's taught me too, if I, if I had compassion to be more compassion, especially in this climate with all the, you know, the hate crimes and the, you know, for people just wanting to be who they are, 
Like you don't have to like what I do. Like I steer away from putting my comments, like how I feel on like shade room or a post or something. Like if I see something, because nobody asked me. Now, if you ask my opinion on something, that's a different story. But I feel like some opinion should be kept to yourself because is this going, and I have to ask myself, is this going to do more harm than help? Right. And nine times out of 10, someone's going to perceive it as harm. Just because I don't agree with you, that doesn't mean that you don't have the right to be happy or you don't have the right to be safe or, you know, you don't have the right to love who you want to love, wear what you want to wear, do what you want to do. That's on you. I'm concerned with me and my family. And I always, I play, right. if when I want somebody judging me, you could judge me about a lot of things. There's people who judge me about taking on the role of Calvin. Yeah. And I'm like, well, why couldn't somebody who's into that play the role? I'm like, that's the most dumbest statement I've ever that's, heard. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's like somebody asking you, oh, okay. Cause they can't ask if I, if I was to play a gay role, you can't go into an audition. They can't ask you, are you heter are you gay or heterosexual? Because if you're not gay, you can't play this role. Like, so what do I need to be? To <laughs> what do I what do I need to be to play this role? Like, How should I answer this to get this? Right, exactly. <laughs> Let me know. So I mean, and it's stupid. So I keep my opinions to myself. Um, and I'm all about love, man. I'm 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 all about positivity. Um, and I I feel like Calvin is too. I think the thing is with Calvin, he's gone through so much and now he finds some kind of light, which he finds in Sabrina. And it's like, I thought we were here. I thought you accepted me. And then you doing all this other stuff that's contradicting that. And so it's like, he's, cause the only thing he wants to do is be in a committed relationship. In 2021 in Atlanta, Georgia, a man who takes care of his appearance, his body, works out, uh, um, has a great job, loves his family, and wants to be in a committed relationship. Has a problem. Right, and that, but, but this is why he's such a good conversation piece, because it asks women, these are the things that you check off on what you want in a man, but there's certain hangups. You know what I'm saying? Oh, well, if he wears this, I can't mess with him. But you'll date the thug, or you'll date the dude who's trapping, or you'll date, you know, the dude who may hit you. Who checks no boxes. Who checks no boxes, but you so concerned right. on him. But, and also, it goes into the uh, idea of, are you living for yourself? Or are you living for other people? Because Sabrina is more worried about what her friends are thinking. And she always goes to them, Danny, what should I do? What should I do? We could have, Sabrina and Calvin could have been cool. She just would have had a conversation with him instead of doing all the sneaky stuff and all that. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and shout out to uh, the homie, Novi Brown, who plays Sabrina. She, she, she kills it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's, it's, it's beyond killing it. Like it's, I love it. Yeah. Um. All right, so my last thing. So you're, you're on set yeah. and you're watching, you're now home, you're watching the series at home, mm -hmm. your girlfriend's beside you. Does it get, <laughs> I know where this goes. <laughs> does it does it get awkward like watching this and being like? In the beginning, okay. So like in the beginning, when her and I first became like together, uh, 
I went to a premiere um, for a film I had done called Dating in Atlanta. And it was in a movie, it was an actual theater. And uh, I think <laughs> she, we had just gotten to a little spat. It wasn't like anything big. We had a little, so she wasn't really feeling it. Plus her ankle was hurt because she had fell and she had to wear heels to this premiere. And so she's already like, Man, I'll be here. <laughs> right. And then I'll you look, here. you look up on this big screen, and you see me having sex with this young, this young white girl on the hood of a car. <laughs> and then all you hear is like the women just, ooh, ooh. they don't know she's with me. They just hear ooh, and she's just like, ah, oh. like no, you can feel the heat. But you know, <laughs> but as 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 you know. My career has progressed. Um, I'm not. Sh- I don't think it it irritates her that much um, because she's met, you know, the cast. She's like they love her. You know, Novi's the homie. KJ Alden, Dan- uh, Mignon, Ebony, Crystal. Um, so it's like that's family. Like we we have to tell these stories. I remember my mom came to a play one time in college, and I had to do a sex scene and or a love scene in a play and yeah my boy my roommate was there my college roommate was there and he was sitting with my mom he was like man <laughs> i had to sit next to your mama while you was doing all that and i asked my mom i said yo um so how'd you like the play she said i liked it she's like i was like what'd you think about that one part she was like anthony i know looking like you look being, you know, type that the quote-unquote industry would like, you're gonna do a sex scene, you're gonna do a shower scene, it's fine. So that gave me the, like the green light. Oh, that's the green light. Yeah, that's the green yeah. light. I'm like, oh, I can do whatever I yeah. want. Yeah, <laughs> my mom she, said we're good. Um, right, you know, but my, you know, we watch, and most of the time, I'm, I'm, I'm tweeting with, I'm like tweeting with fans every Wednesday night. So. You know, it's not really that awkward. Like, and it's not too, I think the one scene, it kind of just, it threw her off. Uh, I think it was the second seat this season and I'm in the bed and they actually showed us like, not like doing anything, but they showed like the, you just see a little bit of my little booty. And I'm like, oh, that's how they edited it. Oh, cause I didn't, okay. So it looks, ooh, that's, that's graphic. <laughs> but <laughs> okay, but no, but she, she doesn't. Yeah, she she understands by now. We've known each other since 2010 or 2011. We've been together for uh, six, seven years. So yeah. she understands. She's seen the progression. She's seen the journey, and so she's been rocking with me with my failures and my successes. So she understands this is. It's an occupational hazard. <laughs> like, yeah. that's, that's what we'll call it. An occupational hazard. Occupational hazard. I mean, that's the safe way to go with it. Um, how do you... How do you, like, ground yourself at this point? Like, what do you do to give yourself time and give yourself space and just be able to be you? Um, working out is my has always been, like, my meditation. Um, I don't really do yoga. I do want to try it, but, you know, but I talk to God every day. Um, I pray every day. Uh, And like I said, I ask him every day, Lord, please just keep me humble and grounded. 
you know, because like I said, this this industry can um, it can make you somebody that you're really not, you know, mm-hmm. because people have expectations of you that don't know you. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. They have expectations of you that don't know you, and for some reason, some people like to try to meet those expectations. And it's yeah. like, no, like, oh, you should be driving this because you're this. Or you should be living mm. here because you're this. Or you should be, and it's like, you gonna help me pay for this shit? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like you feel me? Like, for real, like you telling me what I should be, but you ain't talking about coming off a check. You know what I'm saying? Or you should have this type, you know, and I tell people all the time, when they say celebrities or people who are in the spotlight, it's not, it's not fame that hurts them. It's not money that hurts them. What it is, is access. Because yeah. if you have access, there's no need for money or fame. There's rich people who can't get in the club. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There, there's, there's famous people who, who can't, can't do certain things just because you're famous. There's famous people that are broke. But if you have access, the people that, you know, once slammed doors in your face are opening those doors. The people, the, the women that shunned you are now here and it ain't even a talking thing. It's, you know, it's just, and I got three girls and now I got this and to come along. It's the access. Yeah. I understand I'm 40 now. I understand God gives you things when you're ready to handle because I couldn't even imagine me being 25, moving to Atlanta, have the number one show on television. Come on, bro. Like, no, it, 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 it would be, it would be ugly. Like, it would be filthy. Like, that's the best way I could describe it. It would be filthy. But yeah. I understand, like, you know, right now, it's, I'm blessed to do what I love to do, man. And I understand as easily as, as it was given, it can be taken away. You know what I'm saying? So anytime, cause there's been times I have, I have this thing about checking myself before anyone else checks me. So there's people on Twitter, oh, you suck, you this, this show is trash. I'm like, I'm my worst critic. There's nothing you can say that I probably haven't said to myself, but guess what? I'm here. God chose yeah. me to be in this this position. And so I take solace in that. If you would have looked at all the people that were at that callback, Tyler didn't have to choose any of us. He could have chosen a whole new cast, but he, he chose us specifically. So only thing we have to do is walk in it. You know, because yeah. I'm like, you know, I think it, as in the black community, we have this fear of going back, of regressing, like going backwards. You know, we have a fear of, oh, you make this money, I can't go back to being broke. So you, so you tight-fisted with your money, or you don't want to invest, or you don't want to do anything, or you, you've made it to a certain point, and you're like, I don't, you know, this is, it's like a dream, I can't. I don't, right. don't want to wake up, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, we have to understand, like, God puts this, these things in our lives for a reason. Sometimes they're lessons. Sometimes they're just rewards. Mm-hmm. 
you know, you, you learn. Like I said, I'm always learning. Even in this business, I'm still learning. I'm still like, oh, somebody asked me, do I want to direct? I said, I'm more interested in editing because that's how films get made. That editing room, boy, I can make some, if I get dope at editing, I can make somebody's performance look like. Like you're everything. <laughs> right, I'd be like, yo, this is not the same cat who was shooting on the day. Like, you all know? right, now, now, don't, don't ever do a play. But, <laughs> right, but I got you. I got, I got you. I got you, though. Don't, don't trip. You, don't you ever do this live. <laughs> don't you, don't you ever don't do you this. ever do this live. <laughs> if you do this live, bro, they gonna I'm catch a, you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a denounce ever even knowing you, bro. I can't, I can't let you go out like that. Like, but, it's not gonna work. Yeah, but that's, no, that's I, I, you know, I keep myself grounded. And sometimes even, you know, because you, your reality is different now. Where yeah. what you're around, like your a friend of mine who worked on the show, he was in hair and makeup. He told me when I was uh, looking for a crib, and I was like, man, I just, I, I don't think, because I still sometimes look at myself. I'm just that dude from Indianapolis, cat from the hood. And he was like, nah, you need a concierge or somebody. Everybody can't get access to you. I'm like, why would somebody want to get access to me? Because I don't think of myself in that light. And he was like. Bro, he said, I said, I don't want people to think I've changed. He was like, no, 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 no. He's like, you haven't changed. It's just changed. Meaning your life has just changed. It's not you changing, but the things around you, the people that you're meeting, the the the, the business that will happen around you is going to change. You know what I'm saying? You can't move the same way you, you know, That's back in true. the day, if, if someone doesn't, didn't know, I can't go back home and shoot dice on the porch with now a camera phone somebody i am my boy back home he's shooting i'm in all of a sudden tyler texts me hey bro so i wanted to talk to you about this uh this this dice game you had had on the porch you feel me so it's it's that and sometimes i have to check myself even when it comes to little things i remember one time i just bought my car and this woman whipped out, I think she had like a 94 something. And she whipped out and almost hit my car. And I'm livid. I'm like, get your busted, blah, 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 blah. And then really, it was almost instantly where I checked myself like, hold on, bro. You hadn't always been driving a decent car, bro. Check yourself. Like, really check yourself. And I literally said this out loud to myself. So I have that, that ability to be like yeah uh, you're doing too much you got a little bit too much dip on your chips like you know relax like you don't you don't you know you hadn't always been in this position and understand it can be taken away at any given time and you know i'm about to i'm expecting my son into this world in july and so thank you thank you so you know, I want to instill that. He's going to be a cancer too. So I'm a cancer. So yeah, I'm like, oh. what are you? You must be a Leo. Sagittarius. What's that? Uh, December. December. December what? Yeah. Okay. My mom's is December 7th. So you, you cool. <laughs> you yeah. Cool. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're great people. Yeah. You know, <laughs> y'all, cancers tend, y'all tend to be a little, you know, we're sensitive. Sensitive. We're very sensitive. We, 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 but I tell you this, <clears throat> it takes a lot for this to happen, 
But if we don't mess with you or you cross us, nah, you don't you don't cross the cancer. Oh, <laughs> there's literally only two people in my life that have gotten me to that point. And I'm like, dude, it could be literally, oh man, he's on fire. Mm. <laughs> dude, looks hot. That's crazy. <laughs> like, but it takes a lot. It takes a lot to get there. A whole lot. So, you know, with that, I I just want to instill in my son to treat people the way you want to be treated, man. Just real basic stuff that we should be living today. It's so crazy. Yeah. When somebody does something nice, that we're shocked about it. Very shocked. We're shocked. We're like, oh my God, like somebody runs into, you know, helps somebody or comes to someone's aid, like right now with all this Asian hate. Like somebody was like, this man came to this woman's, de- this Asian woman's defense. He should have. Like, that's what I'm saying. You should have, but we're so shocked because so much negativity in the world that that is the norm so anything outside of that being positive is like oh let's praise this person it's like no you know hold doors for people stuff like that it shouldn't i don't get a reward for that for being a good human being what you're supposed to do exactly and i just want to instill in my son all of that and you know i want him to grow up to be a he doesn't even have to be an actor as long as you do what you love to do and you have a passion for what you love to do and you know everything else you know because i don't feel like it's just me and my girl raising him i feel like he's gonna have a whole uh uh community and also god's gonna help me raise him so we're gonna be good i mean you you're mentality wise you're already off at a great start so i I mean i think i think you'll be a you'll be a great dad appreciate that